Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome today's guest, strong and powerful Jeff Smedsrud. Jeff, are you ready to do this? Yes, I am. Looking forward to the opportunity. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. Jeff is a healthcare veteran. He's the co-founder of Medicare Guide. They're an organization bringing clarity to the Medicare process. Jeff, tell us a little about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, I my personal life, I grew up in a small town in Minnesota whose father was a insurance agent. And now, many, many years later, my dad is still 90 years, is 90 years old and uh, has had his health and life insurance license for 70 years. So wow. it kind of was in my blood, although I never planned to do this. Um, but I enjoy the, the opportunity to help people understand what their Medicare options are, what their health insurance options are. and what, what types of things they, they should be thinking about. And there's lots of advantages for consumers if they take more action themselves and don't let the game come to them, but get involved early in making decisions and they can save a lot of money. Nice. Your dad's had a life and health insurance license for 70 years. That is amazing. Yeah, and he he still reminds me that uh, I've got a long way to go, and I, I, I just haven't quite figured this stuff out yet. I'm, I'm 62. Right. So. Well, yeah. may, maybe uh, maybe another 28 years, you'll you'll uh, have a better handle on on <laughs> on what you do, Jeff. So you talk about how it's important or there's a lot of advantages and good things that can happen. If you take advantage and not let it come to you, how, how common is that? Why do people, why do people not do that? Many people are intimidated by the process of health insurance somewhat because particularly older people um, have come from, a culture and environment that you worked for a large company, it was all taken care of in many ways for you. Um, and so when they're turning 65, um, they're not familiar with a lot of the language and not familiar with sometimes with their best choices. And, and this is also true in the underage 65 market where a lot of consumers believe uh, if I'm working for an employer, might as well have my wife uh, get her insurance through us and our kids get uh, their insurance uh, through the company. But that's not always the best idea economically. And so our message is consumers should shop around. And what we do at healthcare.com and Medicare Guide is uh, to, to help them do that, help them find choices. Yeah, I, I can imagine that uh, that the option of simply checking the box and taking the insurance that I have through my work is is probably a much more common choice than what you're talking about of just shopping around. Um, has with with the Affordable Care Act, however many years that that's been, has that helped or has that, for lack of a better term, hurt 
No, I I actually believe it's helped um, significantly, but people need to understand those options when it comes to the Affordable Care Act. For example, um, if your 26-year-old son is eligible to be on your employer plan and your company is charging you $75 a month for the privilege of you know, providing coverage uh, for your son, uh, your 26-year-old may want to look directly at the ACA plan. And if he makes less than $45,000 a year, he'll probably have better coverage for free uh, or nearly free under the ACA. The flip side of that is, you know, some consumers uh, nearing retirement age uh, who, you know, are no longer working for a big company uh, but have nice retirement income, uh, 62, 63 years old, an ACA plan might cost $1,500, $2,000 a month. They're not eligible for a subsidy. They know they're going to be on Medicare in a year or two. They might be better off buying a short-term medical plan at uh, you know one-third of the cost, knowing that it's short-term, knowing that it doesn't have unlimited lifetime coverage, But if they're in reasonably good health, they're going to be on Medicare in a year anyway, and they can save $1,500 a month. So throughout health insurance and health care, you know, the thing to remember is each of us has a unique circumstance and one size doesn't fit all. And just because your neighbor has X and Y, uh, your needs might be better served by A and B. So shop around, study, get familiar with the language and the terms, and and you can save yourself a lot of money. Yeah, I think that that's such an important message is that, you know, no matter what your neighbor tells you, no matter what's what's going on 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 the, the news or TV, your circumstance is unique and it will require you to brush up a little bit on the terms and to educate yourself, but it could save you a substantial amount of money. Yeah, that, that's a very good summary. And people don't always understand some uh, of the terms, uh, don't understand what's really out of network. That's a phrase that um, is used a lot by insurance companies to, to protect insurance companies. And if your doctor may be in network, but if his anesthesiologist is out of network, you're going to pay a hefty penalty. So you might want to ask before you have a procedure, is everybody on the team in network? Uh, The answer sometimes is no. Um, And you may make a a different decision when you learn that. Um, Things like deductibles, are they uh, setting annually? Um, Or do they carry forward? Uh, Often they carry forward for a procedure that has started in one calendar year, you wouldn't have a deductible in the next calendar year for continuation of the same treatment. Um, some people don't know that, and not always do doctors and insurance companies advocate on your behalf when they send you a bill. So there, there, there's a lot of nuances to healthcare financing that consumers uh, can win at 
by getting into the weeds. Not always do healthcare companies and insurance companies advocate on our behalf. I think that that is a, I think that that is an important thing. And if people have never experienced that reality, then then that's that's a real smack in the face. Um, and that's not good or bad. That's just sort of the, that's just sort of the reality well, of it. They're they're not benevolent. <laughs> they want to do what good for their customer, but they want to take care of themselves as well. And you as a patient, you need to do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's a good term of being just being, being your own advocate in every aspect of life, but certainly when it does come to our health care. In terms of, of Medicare and the future of it, changing administrations, even though that we've had the new administration for, for some time now, if you could read the tea leaves and look into the future, what do what do you see for Medicare? I see Medicare expanding in small ways over time, um, and the notion of government as a payer expanding in small ways over time. For example, uh, the Biden administration, although they are not pursuing you know, Medicare for all, they are creating a continuous open enrollment period for those at 150% of the poverty level or less. That's kind of a Medicare expansion or Medicaid expansion. They are now providing uh, much more subsidies for individuals who otherwise would not have been eligible for subsidies particularly in the 60 to 65 market. That's a move towards government paying more and more for more and more people. I think that will expand under a Biden administration. Uh, I hope Congress can get along well enough to see if this is a good decision or a bad decision and also experiment with more tax advantage plans like health savings accounts and others that give people a little more control. Um, but that's politics. Politics these days is kind of stuck sometimes in partisan rhetoric. And, you know, I hope there's some simple wins out there that both sides can agree on. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. I, I, I hope so too, <laughs> but, but, but we'll have to see. Art, are are you were you surprised that that the administration's not pursuing Medicare for all? I think uh, President Biden and his team realized that becomes a polarizing issue when the Senate is split fifty fifty and the House is nearly split fifty fifty, and to pursue that before a midterm election. Uh, probably the calculation was that actually can hurt them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's really not the way it's supposed to be, but that's the way it is. So, Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. So being that, 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 that this is sort of, it's, it's in your blood. Your dad's did it for 70 years, still has the license. You've been doing it for, for, for a good little while and you may never have the expertise of your dad, Jeff, but, but, but one day from a philosophical standpoint or or an even economic, 
just kind of in general, do you think that 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 we will eventually have Medicare for all? Should we, as as a society, provide more health insurance for people than 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 we do? I think there needs to be safety nets established, but I believe it's not the government's responsibility to provide insurance. It's the private sector's responsibility to do it. But we have to realize that we are not all born equal with equal economics and equal health. Um, You know, we were created differently. We have different environments. So there has to be some types of safety net and we need to go way further than we have in encouraging and rewarding people for leading healthy lifestyles. Um, you know, what, what in the world is wrong with saying, if you bring your blood pressure down, if you lower your cholesterol, if you prove that you're exercising more, all of which leads to longer lives, that we're going to reduce your insurance premiums. You know, those types of things where every 55-year-old is charged exactly the same thing, even though they lead way different lives, doesn't do a lot to incent the best behaviors. And health insurance is the only place in healthcare where we sort of ignore simple economic facts. You know, 26-year-olds buy small cars that get good gas mileage because to do otherwise is just financially irresponsible for their own budget. But we don't do those types of things in healthcare, and and we should. But the government plays a role in a safety net of making sure that uh, the least fortunate among us um, aren't penalized. That's the way I'd love to see it. Doesn't always work that way. That's the way I'd love to see it. Yeah, well, I think that that's I think that that is a wise perspective on it. So, well, as as people are 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 looking at potentially retiring, does it matter what state that we're retiring in for from a Medicare standpoint? It 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 absolutely does. Um, sur- some states have way better outcomes for uh, health outcomes for those uh, sixty five plus. They have way lower cost of care. And, you know, Minnesota happens to rank up at the top, Um, North Dakota, Massachusetts. Interesting, many of the states that early on uh, invested and took on actions 20 plus years ago that I I was involved with, uh, you know, along with thousands of other people. Those states tend to rank higher and provide overall better health care for retirees. So. My message uh, would be that there's a lot more than sunshine and tax rates uh, to consider if you are looking to move somewhere uh, during your retirement years. That's a that is a, a, a another wise thing right there. There's more than sunshines and tax rates to consider, like the cost of Medicare or medical costs, which I. Is 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 there a current number, Jeff? I remember reading from Fidelity a couple of years ago that it was two hundred fifty thousand dollars plus that that an adult will pay during their their retirement years in Medicare costs or medical well, costs. I, I think it's it, 
it's it's gone up uh, since I remember similar study, but it might be now three hundred and fifty thousand. Hmm. But if 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 you look at um, state like Alabama, it might be four hundred thousand. In a state like Minnesota, it might be three hundred thousand. So in your retirement years, the very place you live could cost a hundred thousand dollars more or less in medical care. And then you look at taxes and sunshine and is it worth it? Those are those are the questions that we need to be advocating for ourselves on and getting the information to uh, to, to, to be able to answer. Well, Jeff, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Be a smart shopper. Advocate for yourself. Ask questions. Make your advisor work for you. Not just come in and say, here's a plan, sign up for it. Uh, ask a lot of questions. We do that in every major consumer purchase except healthcare. We need to ask way more questions, force people to respond to us, seek out transparency tools, and most of all, advocate for yourself. Well, I think that that is great stuff. It definitely gets Come on. Come on. Jeff, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage and give us the sites where they can come we, and, uh, and, and, and get this information? Yeah, they can. They can go to MedicareGuide.com, and then our kind of flagship site is uh, HealthCare.com, and we show just about every plan. We offer a lot of tips uh, to consumers to help them make good decisions, Um, and I'd encourage people to take a look. You know, we connect a little over 2 million people each year to uh, find better insurance, and we're growing nicely, which might suggest that uh, some of what we say is useful. Amen. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Jeff your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to medicareguide.com, go to healthcare.com, and start becoming an advocate for yourself. Start learning about some of these terms and how it all works and take an active interest in it. And then lastly, as you're trying to figure out where it is you're going to retire, don't just think about health or don't just think about taxes and sunshine. Thanks again, Jeff. All right. Thank you. Appreciate Appreciate your good work. Thanks. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.